From Yahoo Fantasy Sports, Miss Liz Loza, Mr. Mild Stegel, Mr. Davis Sanchez, current scout for the Indianapolis Colts, Joy Elliott. And that's why I rock with him. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's why I rock with JV, man. JV! show i am joined once again by a very special guest i would like to introduce back-to-back gray cup champion wide receiver for the winnipeg blue bombers mr drew walatarski drew thank you very much for coming on today i really appreciate it hey respect bro you're a hustler dude you you know you didn't let leave me alone bro i respect it i'm glad to be here dude i see you know you're official though and i respect the uh the craft dude like you're really putting a lot into this so i appreciate that Thank you. Thank you very much. It means yeah. a lot. And, you know, I, I'm super, I'm super excited to have you. I watched you all season, watched the great cup, cheering for the Bombers and nothing greater than talking to a great Bomber himself. I mean, we're going to dive into all of that today and obviously about what you've been doing in the off season. I'm super curious to pick your brain, but let's just start a little bit, cover the basics, talk a little bit about the great cup that just passed a few months ago. Um, yeah. you know, have, how, how do you feel as a two-time Great Cup champion? And more importantly, have you were fully recovered from that after party? It wasn't the after party that got me, bro. It was pretty much the whole playoff run and not being able to have that competitive game until we hit Saskatchewan. You know, we were mm-hmm. already clinched in the first place in the West. And we kind of had that three-week lull where we were playing teams, but we weren't really playing teams, you know, like we weren't with our starters and we were kind of holding back offensively. Um, and I think the, the tiring thing was like, we wanted to just be in the playoffs already, but we had to wait four weeks to do that. Um, and then the time came and we played Saskatchewan in that really cold game in Winnipeg. And honestly, like we all, I won't say we all, I myself had a, you know, misfortune happen with the fumble. Um, and you know that was really tiring that's it's tough when that happens bro you know you you work all this way and you work this hard for you know stuff happens luckily we win that game um and I just remember you know coming into the Grey Cup we are all pretty worn down I mean the season will do that to you but we just had this fire and we basically were just putting everything in you know that that week of being at the hotel like guys would not leave the film room bro like we were all meeting together I mean it was a really special week of football you know, each week is special, but like that was a special week where we were 100% devoted to this game. And I remember the bus ride to the game. I texted Rashid Bailey, number 88. And I was like, bro, like I have tears in my eyes right now. Like I'm already emotional before this game. Like I'm, that's how much I love this team. Like I don't want this to end. He's like, bro, I feel the same way. And I was like, let's just go all out tonight. Like <laughs> I'm going to die on this. I'm going to die in this field tonight. Like that's how I felt. I felt that much emotion. And if you watch the game, like you definitely felt emotion in that game. If you didn't, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just down to the wire, like the wind was a factor in, and we basically were trying to catch the wind, you know, and we had in the first, but we didn't really utilize it. And we basically had to just fight for two quarters in that second and third until we got that wind back in the fourth. And we just kind of went off, you know, our offense just clicked when it had to. And I remember looking at Rashid and I was screaming in his face, like, we are going to win this game. We are going to win this game. Like screaming in a man's face. Like you don't do that in normal life. (laughs) But I mean, I'm still like, 
I'm still processing that game, man. I mean, the, the victory, like it happens, but you can see on the sideline, like we intercept the ball and we all kind of look at each other. Like, are we finally done? Can we finally right. like celebrate? Cause you know, we think we had the game one and they drive down and kick that field goal to tie us mm -hmm. up. We go into overtime and it's like, dude, the emotions and the, and the stress is like up here, but we're trying to stay calm. We're just trying right. to stay left. So like, that's the professional in us is like, that's the demeanor we have, but inside bro, like it is chaos. No. And yeah. so when that, yeah. So when that, when we intercepted, bro, like there's a split pause, like where we don't rush the field. It's like, we all kind of have to look at each other and we're like, no, like it's over, bro. Like we just won. We just won again. And we just rushed the field. I have, I'm crying, bro. Like so much is coming off me. Like, you know, it's happiness, it's joy, it's, it's stress, it's pain, bro. Like, it's truly a an emotion that's so heightened and so intense that it's hard to decipher one thing you're feeling like it's so many things and i would just say the main thing coming out of that was just pride bro like pride in our team pride in that family we built even the bus ride the celebrations like just in that in that moment like we overcame some crazy stuff mm -hmm. we overcame a lot in that game and that game felt like a lifetime like you're looking at your friends on the field and you're like, I'll never have a bond like this with many people in my life. Like I just won't. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, say, yeah, no, no, for sure. Like I think that as just me watching it, I mean, I watched a rough riders game, which, yeah. you know, granted the weather again, wasn't fantastic whatsoever. It's freezing sucked. that day. <laughs> yeah, sucked. And then, uh, and then the Hamilton game just, the ebbs and flows are just ridiculous. It was up and down all game for both teams and Hamilton nearly winning it at the end. And then the bombers yeah. winning it in overtime, right? Like that's just, I can't imagine what it was like to be a player on the field. I mean, we were craziest fans over here in Winnipeg and yeah. again, the after party in Winnipeg, like I'm not sure if you were able to see the night of, but it was just absolutely wild. People <laughs> hammered awesome. everywhere, you know? Um, awesome. Yeah. And I hear you, you mentioned, like how special the team was this year. And I've heard yeah, players oh, talk about that. Just like people have referred to it as like a second home. A lot of players just take me through how special the team is. Like why, what makes Winnipeg such a special place and what makes the Bombers such a special team to your heart? I'll just say this, dude. So we had won the Grey Cup and we were celebrating. We were at, uh, you know, one of the restaurants downtown. I forget where it is. I forget the name. And I'm with one of the guys who works with the food. Like he, he serves us food every day and his name's Brent, Brent Tuck. And we're talking, we're chatting. Like I chatted up with him all the time. Good. He's a good buddy. And he's like, dude, like you don't understand. He's like, it's not just you guys who like believe in this shit. He's like, we believe in this shit too. Like I bring my best every day because I want to help you guys. I want to help this team. He's like, you know, maybe it goes unnoticed by a lot of people, but, you know, me here serving food, like the people upstairs selling jerseys, selling stuff, making connections with fans, like, do we all believe in this? And, and that's why this team is special because it doesn't just start in those meeting rooms. It doesn't start with the players. It starts way beyond that. It starts with the people who are, are, are you know, pushing this team, the donors, the the GMs, bro, creating this team, creating this atmosphere of people. Like, what makes this team special is the people, man. Like, you, every team has the same schemes. Every team has the same defenses. Every team does the same stuff in theory. Like, you can only have so much stuff, right? But it's the people, man. And, like, how we recruit guys, how we find guys, 
how we put pieces together, like how we teach, how we, you know, get the young guys going and, and teach them how to be pros. Like they, they're in it for the long run in Winnipeg, bro. Like I remember coming here as a young guy and just feeling that love and feeling that professionalism and being like, whoa, like this is really unique and I'm excited to play on this team. And I haven't gone anywhere since, bro. Yeah. It's the people, man. It's the people, bro. And anything in life, it's the people. Right. Yeah. And even like you look at the team, it's the people. You look at the fans, it's the people. You, you walk into the stadium and, you know, just sitting in the stadium for me is just absolutely wild hearing the fans roar. I mean, it literally sounds like it's the Super Bowl almost every game, even Stop. if it's a game that doesn't matter. Right. And that's, yep. again, a big factor. And Winnipeg's always been known, whether it's the Jets, the Bombers, to be a big sports town, a big sports city. Uh -huh. And you can just see that through the Bombers represented through that team. And, you know, in the offseason, the Bombers re-sign you two years as an extension. You know, how excited are you to continue playing for the Bombers moving forward? And should Bombers fans be preparing for a three or even possible four, Pete? It's easy. You're getting ahead of yourself now, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say this, man. I told this to my family. I told this to my agent. I was like, man, I don't want to play anywhere else. Like, I don't really care what offers I get. I mean, obviously, I, I, I want to be paid what I think I deserve. But at the end of the day, man, like, this is where my family is. This is where my friends are. I've made connections here. Like, I don't want to be anywhere else but Winnipeg. And I told him that. I'm like, don't, don't tell them that. Obviously, that kills my, you know, my <laughs> yeah. status. But I was like, I just want to be in Winnipeg, dude. Like, I just feel at home here. And I'm super excited, like. It's coming up already. You know, we're about, what, two and, two and a half, three months away. I mean, yep. we have a short here, and, shit, I'm still tired from that last season, to be honest. <laughs> like, that was a lot, though. But I'm, I'm getting back there. I'm feeling better now. I'm getting healed up. You know, I had a nice vacation with, with a girlfriend. And, um, yeah, dude, like, once I'm feeling healthy, that's when I start to get, you know, amped up and ready. When my body feels good, when I feel confident, when I feel strong. So I'm excited for that to uh, to be building these next few weeks and finally getting ready. That's awesome. Yeah. Personally, I can't wait. I know a lot of fans have, are going to be patiently waiting for the season to start. You know, NFL ends and CFL is kind of the next big thing that's going to start yeah. football-wise. Um, but, yeah, I mean, offseason, it, it's pretty short, but it also can be long for some players. I mean, what have you been filling up your offseason? How have you been keeping busy? I'm a big guy who likes to move, bro. Like, I love to move around. I like to see new stuff. Um, so, to start off, the, I always like a road trip after the season. It helps me decompress, helps me gather my thoughts. So, I, I drove all the way to California from Winnipeg. And that was a solo trip. Really just enjoyed that, dude. Just took all that in. Enjoyed the win. Felt everything. Thought I felt everything. I didn't feel everything. There's a lot to feel. Um, but I got home, and, and very quickly, me and my girlfriend and her kid, we all went to BC. We went to Big White, which is a big ski resort, dude. And, you know, we got really lucky. We got this chalet, basically ski in, ski out chalet. We snowboarded for three weeks. Probably didn't recover a lot because um, we were going pretty hard, to be honest. Um, and then I came home, dude. I've been pretty much relaxing, going to Newport Beach, getting my body healed up. Like, I finally, my honestly, my physical therapist was like, dude, you need to stop. Like, you need to chill if you want your body to heal, I'm like, yeah, you're right, dude. I have not been stopping. I think that's just, that's just the athlete in me, dude. I'm go, 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 go. Right. So, 
Um, and now the next step, dude, I would just say is, you know, getting in better shape, strengthening up and, you know, start looking at some football stuff and getting that mindset. I've been talking to some coaches some friends on the team and, you know, that always kind of gets me motivated. So, but other than that, man, been reading, playing guitar, living that West coast Cali life, baby. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, speaking about the athlete in you, um, I'm going to end things just on this. And I, I felt it was necessary to bring it up because, you know, I'm watching TSN and often you see some crazy plays in the CFL, but I saw one of the most ridiculous catches I think I've ever seen from you just end period in a CFL game on Labor Day weekend. You probably yeah. remember it, you know, you stretch oh, out yeah, and it's super important to seal the game. I mean, you guys are up by a touchdown, yeah. but you need that catch. I'll throw it up With on screen when teams. I, you know, edit this video, put oh, it out, but just take me through your emotions. Like how the hell do you do that, man? Dude, I'll be real, bro. Like, what most fans won't know about, you know, the mind, your mind that in this was the season, only whatever. Question. Like, was he gonna be the week before that, we played Calgary. I think I had one target for, like, six yards. was kind of bumming, dude. Like, you know, you put all this work in sometimes, and you don't really get to reap that reward every week. So I was kind of – I was in the dumps, bro. Like, I was kind of down or whatever, Blaise you know. I was like, this week I'm really going to push it, bro. Like, I really want a big game this week. Like, it's a big game, and I want to do some shit. Like, I want to do something. And so that was the mindset going into the game. And, you know, I had a couple catches early on. I was, like, feeling myself. Like, okay, cool, cool. Like, I feel good. You know, I feel confident here. And that play, bro, like, you know, he calls the play in the huddle. Obviously, my heart's, like, pumping a little faster because that's kind of my play, right? And uh, I just run it real patient, bro. Like, the DB, he's kind of playing a little off, you know, cover two, kind of, you know. And so I take it real slow. And, you know, once I feel him bite, I go. And it was a little windy. So, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect. But the ball was already in the air. And I'm running, bro. And I, I didn't think. Like, I don't think at all. I just – it just reacted. Like, right. ball's a little far. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to reach this if I run. So, like, I just jumped, bro. <laughs> I just jumped and, like, tracked the ball best I could. Felt it in my hands. And after that, dude, it's like a split second. It's like, it all happens so fast, right? But I feel the ball in my hands, bro. I'm psyched. Like, I know how big that was, right? I hear my teammates just yelling, dude. And I'm just, like, throwing up the air guitar, like, super psyched. Honestly, I don't even know how to explain the feeling. Like, you do some shit, you're like, how did I even do that, bro? Yeah, you for know? sure. Like, no. Cool that competition, like, when you get put in competition like that, it pushes you to do stuff you never thought you could. And, like, that's a, that's a testament to me and the rest of my life. Like, when I'm feeling like, well, maybe I can't or whatever it is. Like, I remember those moments where I'm like, sometimes you don't even know what you're capable of, bro, until you put yourself in that position. Like, if you don't put yourself in that position, you'll never know. So that's, that's what I tell myself, like, in other aspects of my life. So that was an incredible feeling, dude. Like, that was probably one of my favorite plays in football ever. Yeah. No, I, I bet. I mean – I understand the point of view where you're like, hey, like, you know, I work for this. This is the result. But at, on the other hand, it's like, did I actually just do that? Like, you got the ball in your hands. You're like, how the, how the hell did that even happen, right? Because that's not just, yeah. <laughs> that's not any ordinary catch. I mean, you literally – it was full out, horizontal, full out. just snatched that. But it was, it was wild. Like, one of the craziest things, personally, I've ever seen. Unforgettable moment for, I think, all that's, Bombers that's fans. That's dope. I love to hear that. That psychs me up. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that hypes you up for the season because we're expecting yeah, a big I one. Need more of that, bro.
<laughs> for sure. Um, Drew, that's going to wrap things up for me. I got right. nothing else to present, but unless you got right. anything, I got to say thank you so much for coming on today. Hi, man. My pleasure, dude. And again, thanks for uh, dealing with me and my time issues, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. No worries all right, at bro. all. All right. Thank appreciate you very it, much. And everybody who came on. Peace out. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. See you guys. All right, man. Have a great night.